Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory broadcast. We're going to continue our series titled Faith in Action. This is part 15. We've been on this for a while, but faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And if we don't take that faith and do anything with it, we aren't not only not pleasing God, we are not getting results to the level that we should be. This series is based on James chapter 2, verse 14. But before we go there, join your faith with me. Heavenly Father, we ask you for light, for revelation of your word, that we can be doers of it, that we can apply it to our life, that we be overcomers and live in victory. We touch and agree, asking for grace and anointing, for revelation, Father. We praise you for it. Amen. Well, James chapter 2, verse 14 says, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? No. Faith without works is dead, according to verse 26, which says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. If it's dead, it doesn't move, doesn't get up and accomplish anything. We're supposed to put our faith in motion. This series is based on Hebrews 11.23. We're going to talk about Moses today and how because of him acting in faith, people were released from bondage. You can be released from bondage today by taking steps of faith. If you're in bondage over sex, sin, alcohol, all kinds of things, lying, whatever it may be, too much caffeine, eating too much, shopping too much. You can be released of that and overcome it by faith in action today, my brother, my sister. Hallelujah. And it says in verse 23, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents. We know his parents were faith people because they hid him by faith because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. You know, back then, the king, he didn't have to go to uh, a congress and get votes, get elected. He was king. Anything he said happened. Didn't matter whether people agreed with it, didn't agreed with, agree with it. So he was killing babies, and they were not afraid. They put him by the leading of God on this little raft and put him in the Nile. Now, keep in mind, the Nile is thousands of miles long. They put him in a little raft as a baby. How long is a baby going to last in a raft, a little man-made raft on a river like that? There's probably crocodiles and stuff in it. He, they were led by the Lord to put him in this little raft. Hallelujah. So we know Moses' parents were in faith because the word says it. By faith, he was hidden. Hidden from things you could not see. They were faith people. Faith worked back then. It works today. The word in Mark eleven twenty three says, whoever says to the mountain, whoever, that means it'll comply to anybody. Whoever speaks to the mountain, whoever takes steps of faith, whoever obeys God in faith, man, that pleases the Lord. So they did this. You know, they hid him. That word hidden comes from the same word where Rachel in Genesis 31 hid idols in her tent and then under her saddlebags on her camel and lied about it. It means it's a primary verb in Hebrew. It means to hide, to keep secret. It's that same word used in Greek when Jesus spoke to the fig trees and it died from the roots where things couldn't be seen. 
Amen. God can hide things. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. See, the Lord can hide things. He can reveal things. He hides himself from people. People who don't believe in him, people who have no respect or honor for him. You seek him though and you will find him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek him and he will reveal himself. He will bless you. Amen. This is more than just a risky situation. Leaving like a baby at the steps of a firehouse. Man, they put him in a big river. Maidservants saw him and brought Brought him to um, up to Pharaoh's granddaughter, Pharaoh's daughter. She said, hey, what's that? This must be a child of the Hebrews. I'm going to adopt him. And one of the maidservants said, hey, do you want me to take that to one of the Hebrew women so they can nurse him? And she said, yes. It happened to be his own mother that he was taken back to for nursing. His own mother and father were able to speak truth into him, taught him faith. As a child, even though he was being raised in the house of Pharaoh. My, my, my. Verse 24, it says, By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused. So how did he learn faith? He was around his mom growing up. He was around people of faith growing up. See, this is a God-ordained situation. It's not just by happenstance. God ordained it. And then it goes on to say, when he became of age, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. See, what you're called matters. God changed the, the name of Abram to Abraham, Sarah to Sarah, Sarai to Sarah. What are you calling yourself? Amen. I call you blessed. I call me blessed. Amen. They were not afraid. Glory to God. And he was not afraid when he became of age to be called something different than Pharaoh's grandson. He wanted to be called according to what he was, a child of the Most High God. He chose and refused to be called that. What would that be like if a man raised a grandchild, an adopted grandchild, raised him, and after he got of age, he said, I don't want to be called your grandchild. I don't want to have your last name. I want a different one. Man, it could hurt people, offend them, get angry. There's probably tension in the house. But he refused to be called it because he wanted to be called what he was, a child of God. Hebrews eleven twenty six 26 says, Esteeming the reproach. That's the same word that was used in the New Testament when it was talking about Jesus to disappointment when Jesus said, Father, why have you forsaken me? Why have you abandoned me? You know, he did not want to esteem uh, the uh, reproach or disapproval of Christ. Amen. He it goes on to say, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. As a young Hebrew man raised in the house of Pharaoh, it was more valuable to him to esteem the things of God rather than to be a reproach to the things of God. 
He didn't want to esteem the things of Pharaoh, the wicked things of that house. And instead, he was willing to be scolded for receiving from the things of God rather than from the things of Pharaoh. That took great faith. It took great strength. Knowing about the reward will motivate you to make right choices. It motivated Moses to make right choices. Think about that. He was willing to leave the wealth, the protection, the prosperity, the stature of being in the house of Pharaoh to be considered of the family of the Hebrews, the slave families, because he looked to the future of the great reward. Glory to God. That's one reason why he was able to be used. Mark 9, 41 says, Whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Man, Moses got his reward. Let's go on to a couple other scriptures about rewards, because Moses valued it, and you and I should too. Revelation 11 Verse 17 says, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and was and who is to come, because you have taken your great power and reigned. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come in the time of the dead, that they should be judged. And you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great. And you should destroy those who destroy the earth. Glory to God, that's you and me. We're going to get a reward. Man, this is getting me excited. And then it goes on in Revelations 22, 12. It says, and behold, I am coming quickly. It's only been two days in God's time. A thousand years is as to a day. And my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Man, Moses got a great reward. Think of the works that he did, how he helped the Hebrews get out of bondage. Our righteousness is not based on what we do. Our righteousness is based on what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. He made us righteous, but our reward is based on the works that we do. Amen. Well, over in Exodus chapter four, verse 30 and 31, let's talk about four things here. It goes on to say, and Aaron spoke. This is whenever God told Moses to go to Pharaoh and Moses spoke. First thing he did was he spoke all the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses. So you speak the word. Amen. Then he did the signs in the sight of the people. He acted according to the word. Number two. And then verse 31 says, so the people believed when they heard that the Lord had visited the people, the children of Israel, and that he had looked on their affliction. So what did he do? He spoke according to the word. He did what the word said. Then people believed according to it. And then they bowed their heads and worshiped. They worshiped the Lord. Hallelujah. See, as the body of Christ speaks the word today and you do the word, results will be seen and people will give God glory. It will draw men to him. That's what you and I are supposed to be doing. That's one of the reasons we're talking about putting faith in action. As people see the miracles and the results and the goodness of God, it'll draw men to him. Hallelujah. They will give God praise and glory for it. You'll be blessed too, but people will give God praise and glory. Hallelujah. So let's look over at Exodus chapter 6 and verse 1. 
It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand he will let them go. And with a strong hand he will drive them out of his land. And God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. That means God who can, the Almighty God, the God who's able to do things. But my name, Lord, I was not, I was not known to them. In other words, he was known to them as God who can. God is going to show Moses not only that he can as God Almighty, but he's going to show him as Lord, the God who wills to do things and does do them for us. That is why we call him Lord. Lord Almighty, he is able to do it and he will do it for you and me. Glory to God. That is who God has revealed himself to Moses and he's revealing that to you and me. Not the, not this, that he can heal you. He has healed you. Receive it. And he can bring you up and out of any attack of the enemy. Glory to God. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. He will bring you up and out today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But my name, Lord, I was not known to them. I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan the land of their pilgrimage in which they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel whom the Egyptians keep in bondage. I have remembered my covenant. Glory to God. He's saying, I'm going to bring my people out. Therefore, say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from their bondage and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgment. I will take you as my people and I will be your God. Receive him as your Lord and Savior today. Receive God, the heaven, uh, God of heaven and earth, the creator of heaven and earth from the beginning to the end. Receive him as God today and he will do the same for you, amen? He will bring you out. He will redeem you. He will prosper you. Glory to God. Then you should know that I am the Lord your God who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. You're under a burden today. Receive him and he'll bring you up and out just like he did the Hebrews. Hallelujah. And I will bring you into the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I will give to you as a heritage. I am the Lord. Glory to God. God has plans to prosper you, to bring you up and out. Glory to God. Receive it from him by faith. Give him praise and glory right now and he will go ahead and start doing things on your behalf. Amen? Trust him. Obey him. Do what he said and he will bring you up. Hallelujah. So Moses spoke to the children of Israel, but they did not heed Moses because of anguish of spirit, because they were discouraged. Man, I speak to you right now. If you're discouraged, be set free in the name of Jesus. Be encouraged right now. Be strengthened. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Start praising him. Amen. Start rejoicing in the goodness of God and he will bring you up and out. Glory to God. All my mind goes on to say because of anguish of spirit and cruel bondage. You may have been mistreated. Forget the things of the past. Forgive people and receive the goodness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus was mistreated. His, he was stabbed by people that were his friends, 
turned their back on him after they saw all the great miracles. Look at what Peter did. He said, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Come back in. Yeah, you missed it. I told you you were going to miss it. You should have humbled yourself then. But come back in. Feed my sheep. Forget the things of the past and go forward. Look at what Apostle Paul did. Paul the Apostle, man. Glory to God. He killed Christians. But when he got revelation and light, he said, forget the things of the past and run your race. Forget it. Don't let it hold you back. Don't let it hold you down. Go forward today. Amen. Glory to God. I'm getting excited about this because God's bringing us up and out. He's not the just the Lord God Almighty to us. He is the Lord who wills and does. Hallelujah. He makes himself known to us. He reveals himself to us that he gets the glory. Praise you, Father. Mm-mm-mm. Declare the blessings of God, the promises of God over your home, over your children, over your businesses, and see the goodness of God manifest in your lives. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11.27 says, By faith he forsook Egypt. He said, nah, I don't need all that prosperity. I don't need that position, that title. There is so much strife over people getting a title and a position. Amen. It's worthless, meaningless stuff. Man, Satan's involved in it. If there's strife, you may, it may be in your church. It may be people at your job. If Satan's involved in it, man, get the strife out. Because if there's strife, he is involved. It'll hinder the blessings of God on it. Forget that prosperity, I mean that promotion. Focus on walking in peace and love and God will promote you. Amen? Hallelujah. No, people can't keep you back. That person can't keep you back from being promoted if you do it God's way. Amen? By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Why, what, why would you not fear? Because you're in faith. You trust God. You trust the creator. You believe in him to protect you, to prosper you, to bring you up. Perfect love cast out fear. They trusted the God of love. God who is love. Amen. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. He trusted God. Amen. Faith is believing things that are, are invisible. Look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Praise you, Father. Somebody needs to hear this. I can quote it to you, but let's go to the scriptures. Amen? Praise you, Lord. Hebrews 11. If you need to know more about faith, read Hebrews chapter 10, chapter 11. Amen? Chapter 12. They're about faith. Hebrews 11, 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Things not seen. That's what he just said here. He goes, For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. He couldn't see him with his eyes, but he knew that he was real, knew it in his heart. He had spoken to God in the burning bush that didn't burn up. But before that, he knew that there was God. Look what he did. He forsook the things of, of Pharaoh being called a grandchild of Pharaoh to be called a child of God. My, my, my. That's why he's in the book and why God was able to use him so much. Praise you, Lord. 
Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He must have heard some word because he was in faith, not in fear. He must have been around those Hebrew families when they were nursing him as a child. And those words were put in him. Mother, if you believe that your kid is not living right, you know they're not living right, don't be in fear over it. If you taught them the word, trust the word in them. Amen. I got off. I grew up in a Christian home, but God was merciful. He brought me up and out. He'll do the same for them. Trust God. Don't be in fear. Don't do what Job did in fear. Amen. Thank the Lord that they've got the word in them and the word will produce. It will not return void. Amen. Moses called faithful. He was called faithful because he did as the Lord commanded. I counted over 60 times just in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy where it says Moses did as the Lord commanded. He obeyed. He did as the Lord commanded. See, and because of that, God was able to reveal himself to Moses. The burning bush in Exodus 3 was because Moses obeyed. He even took his shoes off. When God said, this is holy ground, he honored the things of God. Praise you, Lord. You want to see God? Honor him. Amen. Moses put God ahead of riches above titles. He passed the test. You and I need to pass the test. He passed the test of of how God could use him. He passed the money test, the prosperity test. He passed the test of faith. By faith, he did these things. Amen. Moses had to obey in faith to see these miracles. God could have had all these miracles laid out and planned, but if Moses refused, oh, he didn't want to talk. He said, God, I can't even talk. I can barely make a sentence. I stutter. Well, then we'll use Aaron. Amen. Don't just reject it. Receive what the Lord has commanded you to do and do it. God is merciful. He gave Moses chance, just like the situation where he said, I can't do it. I stutter. He's merciful. God will be merciful for you if you've walked away or if you've not done something. Amen. Hallelujah. He is so merciful to us. In Exodus chapter seven, verse one and two, it says, so the Lord said to Moses, see, I have made you, made you. It's just like what he said to Abraham. He says, I have made you a father of many nations. I have made you. uh, Father God said the same thing to Moses here. It says, I have made you as God to Pharaoh. In other words, Pharaoh looked at him as a God because of some of these things. I have made you as a God to Pharaoh and Aaron, your brother, shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you. Well, we have his word that we're supposed to be speaking forth. Things like be healed, be prosperous. Satan, I bind you and shut you down. Amen. Speak the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Satan tried to imitate some of the miracles that were done in Moses' life. We're going to get into some of those. Hallelujah. But he could not overtake them. We'll get started in in the first one. um, Where Moses stepped out and did some of the things in the plagues. We won't get through the plagues today, but let's talk about one of the first things that happened before the plague started. It was whenever he had Aaron's staff. Amen. 
See, the plagues, all the plagues against Egypt were about different gods that they had. It wasn't just attacking the people. It was attacking and destroying all their false gods, bringing them to naught, powerless, which is what Satan has been brought to. Amen? Hallelujah. That same power that did all these, same power that turned Aaron's rod into a snake to eat the other snakes, that same power raised Jesus, split the Red Sea, is in you and me. It's working in us. Hallelujah. And by faith, if we take action, God will use us in some of the same great mighty ways. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. You know, whenever, whenever the uh, Aaron was told to lay down his staff, his wooden staff, he laid it down, it became a snake. Notice that Pharaoh called in the magicians and they laid down their staffs and they became snakes. See, Satan has some authority, but he can't create new things, but he can twist and redo some of the things that God's already done, that God enabled him to do with power when he created Satan. So what did he do? He had the magicians go ahead and create snakes. But the power of God and Aaron's shaft that became a snake ate them all. That power can overtake any of the power that Satan had. And that was before Jesus. Now he's been stripped and brought to naught. Hallelujah. You have the power in you that uh, to already overcome everything Satan can do. It's working in you and me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't go to soothsayers, palm readers, fortune tellers. Well, notice throughout the plagues that they did some things and then they basically had to say, this is the finger of God. Basically, they came to a point of saying, we can't do this. This is a greater power. Why would you go to a palm reader that's going to evil spirits that's been defeated when you can go to the throne of grace boldly by receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Hallelujah. Receive him today as your Lord and Savior right now. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus died on the cross went to hell, rose from the grave, and is seated in the heavenly places with the Father. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. I ask for forgiveness of my sins. Hallelujah. You say that and receive it and believe it in your heart, and you're saved with that same mighty power working in you now. Amen. Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. Have a blessed day. In the next message, we'll get into the 10 plagues. Hallelujah. Amen. If you said that, brother and sister, you have been made righteous by the blood of Jesus and what he did. Hallelujah. Your name is in heaven. You're going to spend eternity with me. God has plans to prosper you and bless you. If that was you that and you aren't going to church, I encourage you to get into a good church. You need help finding a church? Contact our ministry. We'll help you find a good one in your area. Amen. Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. Have a blessed day. Due to the graciousness and the goodness of God, we're happy to inform you that you can download all of our messages and our mini books free of charge from our website. Also, if you'd like to become a partner or receive our newsletter, feel free to contact our offices.
Thank you for joining us today. For more information or to learn more about Final Quest Ministries, please visit our website at mikecanaday.org. Also, please like and follow us on social media for updates and podcasts. We pray today has blessed you.